You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. There's that ting every week to start the week. Carl and Catherine waking up for your Monday morning, getting your week, getting your morning just started. So you say ting. I would say it's more of like a bing. Okay. You want to make your own face? Because <laughs> that's your sound effect. Then why's the ting to get us all going? All right, done. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good morning to you, Bayside, Greater Bayside. Hope you're doing well. What a beautiful morning. Am I right? So great. Like, I mean, a little bit of rain, not ideal, but it's balmy. It's almost like we're in tropical Queensland. It's got that feel about it, doesn't it? It almost feels like we could go to the footy. Not that I would ever. (laughs) Five minutes past seven. This is our breakfast banger for your Monday morning. Carl and Catherine, good morning. We love to get straight into this on a Monday. We certainly do. How was yours? Okay, so my weekend was pretty chill. Surprise, surprise. Last, we're heading into the last week of stage four, guys. Mm. So hopefully you'll get a little bit more eventful as the weeks go on. However, on Saturday, I was loving how beautiful the weather was. So like it was, It was so sunny, but it wasn't too humid like it was today and yesterday. Mm. So I moved my office outside and did a bit of work outside. Just really chilled, enjoyed my weekend. Nothing really exciting to report. Watched a movie. I watched, you know that J-Lo movie, Second Act? Yeah. I watched that. Okay. Good. Very good. Did it trigger you to create a third act or? Look, I mean, I would argue I'm still in my first act in life. Okay. I would hope so. Otherwise, that's confronting for my Monday morning. No worries. Um, But this morning, because I'm still counting until we actually clock on here at 88.3, it's still the weekend. Mm. My highlight was, I kid you not, I was driving behind a car who, without giving away the exact number plate, obviously, with symbols and letters... Their number plate was grumpy. I want that number plate. Why didn't I think of that? That's genius. Okay, I'm glad you're talking about a positive number plate because I read a story in one of the groups that I want to talk about a little bit later on, just for the record, that was a little unfortunate to read. They were talking about how they were having such a great day then they read the number plate and it said a word which relates to death and I don't want to bring it up, but it was just, yeah, very cold. Very, oof. Anyway, we won't go there. But I will talk about groups later on, social media groups. There you so, go. That's a fun little tease for you guys. Point I want to make. It's yeah, something I've observed. I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only one, but provides good lols. Good lols. Anyway, good lols. how was your weekend, Bianco? Hey, my weekend was all right. Yeah? Yeah, rather eventful on Saturday night into Sunday morning, the wee hours. Oh, don't tell me the Bianco discos were back. No, no more Bianco discos. Oh. They've been retired till Georgie's birthday this weekend, I would have thought. Oh, well, that's exciting. And you know what? It'll probably be a mild version because I have to work on the Sunday, so... Oh, come on. you got it For your sister's 21st, you've got to commit to a disco. Oh, you love revealing ages on this show, don't you? Georgie's going to be horrified. Well, it's a big birthday. It is, isn't it? I feel sorry for people turning 21 or 18 this year. I know. Just a tad. But, it's just not know. the same. No, not quite. But if you have a Bianco disco, I am sure it'll make up for it. Get down on it. Get down and boogie. It's good fun. There you go. No, so I was up to the wee hours of Sunday morning. Long Zoom session. It's good fun, mates. Trivia. I didn't win this time. <sighs> Dang it. You're probably kicking yourself. Knowing you, you live for a good trivia. And if you don't come in the top two, coming from experience, being on a trivia team with you once upon a time... Didn't end well when you didn't win. I did come second though. Okay, that's all right. Honourable second. Yeah. I'm happy to accept that. You pick that. your battles. You do. Anyway, 0404000736. Let us know based on what you got up to on the weekend. We'd love to know. What did you do? Have How you guys just it? gotten to a point where with your friends, you're just like, guys, 
in the year 2030, when we actually get to see each other, how good is it going to be? Because all my group chats at the moment are just sending, like, quotes about friendship. Like, that's well, where we're at. I'd also love to know if you were at Alstonwick Park or Chadston across the weekend. How was it? What was the vibes like? Ooh. That's the one I'm going to leave you with. And this is what woke me up this morning. Oh, did you have to? That's how I know that it's spring. Kapow. Bianco. I think we've massively dropped the ball. Now, what, us as a show? No, no, I mean the greatest society of the world. Oh, okay. Big call. Now, look, it's been a very, very interesting year. A lot of things that have been blown out of proportions and some things a lot out of hand and whatnot. But I think one thing that we're probably doing too excessively, which is not good for our youth, seeing as they're spending a lot more time at home with the whole having to homeschool and whatnot, is we're swearing a lot. Really? Using a lot more expletives than usual. And I'm really uh, worrying for the next generation, the up-and-coming generation. Hang on a second. Yep. You swear more than most. Look, what happens off-air stays off-air. I'm talking about the next generation, adolescents, teenagers growing up that are starting to join the social media bandwagon and becoming 12-year-old media personalities and whatnot. They are joining the socials. And some of the language I've been seeing... Has been horrendous. I believe that children are the future. No, they are. But I want them to live in a <laughs> in the present with language that is acceptable for their age, not unacceptable language. Now, look, we are probably prone to some naughty language. At oh, young, can you not say it like young, that? Young ages. Naughty, 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 naughty. Oh. Very, very naughty. From fire truck to shizen to... Whatever you want to expose yourself to. We all get exposed to it from a young age. Unfortunately, I was one of those. Oh, were you an early adapter? I was an early adapter. Adapter and adapter. Adapter and adapter. That's offensive language just there. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'd like to put out a statement of apology at 18 minutes past seven on a Monday for that kind of language. But I'm worried. I'm really, really worried. Because what I'm seeing so far is not good. Yeah, look... I don't think it's a good habit to get into, coming from experience. Because, of course, we're good role models. We don't swear, ever. Oh, never. We would never do that. Sometimes never. we hear Jack yelling in the background and we're like, that is a great we word. We sh- rock to the core. When we hear Jack swear... <laughs> you see? It's not good. That was right on cue. Yeah. We, asked, we have him well trained. He delivers. Yeah. And the whole of Brighton just got woken up Good to that morning. noise. It wasn't the power surge last night that everybody was talking about. It was that noise. It was that noise. Oi. I think there's going to be another power surge in a second. I um, think so. Yeah. Okay. High on the decibel radar. <laughs> The octaves are shaking. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, it's not a good habit to get into swearing. However, I feel like at the same time, if ever there was a year to adopt swearing and maybe swear a little more, it would be this year. No, no, no. I agree with you, but this is why I'm saying we need to be more and more cautious of the language we use around the youngsters. Are we setting ourselves a challenge? Are we going to try and not swear this week and show the youngsters that it's so easy? What? In our day-to-day lives? I think that's pretty impossible. (laughs) Coming from the one who's just like, oh, no, guys, you shouldn't be swearing. I think if you can go a week without saying a word... No, even if you just go the rest of this show without swearing off-air around Jack and I, you can then be a positive role model. Mm, I don't know about that. Uh, look, I, 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 I can give it a crack. Give it a crack. I can try my best. 
Jack, set the timer. Guys, I hate to break it to you. We just had one break. Bianco has sworn twice. The challenge is over. No, I did not. Did not? How dare you? Look at you being very proper now. Um, anyway, you're going to like this story, Bianco. I hope so. So over the weekend, this story comes to you from Germany. Ah. A German soccer team has lost in epic proportions. It's a local team. Lost 37-0 in their game. And let's just say, I think it's time we bring some good news back. And the way this has happened is that this team, their opposition, there was rumours around the club that one of their players may or may not have tested positive to COVID. And so anyway, the team that lost decided that the proper precautions weren't put into place. And instead of forfeiting the match and losing $200 because it's a fine if you forfeit a game, they decided, you know what, we're going to show up to the game and social distance so far from the opposition that we're not going to touch the ball. And they lost 37-0. What? Yeah. 37-0? Yeah. What competition was this? Soccer. Yeah, well, there's... Soccer is a massive game across the world and it's actually football, just for the record. <sighs> wow. Well, right, the round ball. Ball of football. Righto, Dennis. Um, anyway, so it got me thinking, because we hear all the time in the news, all we hear about are the people who are doing the wrong things. But I think this team are unlikely heroes, because sure, 37-0, that in itself is respectable. Like, you do not lose that bad. The, the worst I have ever seen of a score like that is probably in a Will Ferrell movie. But the fact that they fronted up and was like, you know what, we're not going to try. We don't want to get fined for this. So let's just let this other team just smash us. We're not even going to get close to the ball. Social distance. So they're doing the right thing. And that's the result. I just want to say good on them. Yeah, good on them for having a crack at it and getting defeated by that much. Done well. I think that's great. But it got me thinking, sport in general, when have you just been absolutely smashed by the opposition? Ooh, many a times. Many, many a times in my... Short, but impressive. Impressive. Look, I don't like to brag, but I did come alongside Braden Maynard, who has gone on to be a 100-plus player, game player, with the Collingwood Football Club. And good on him. Well done. Very well done. But there was a a time where Braden might have had a bit of trouble, and he had four-on-one against him. They were really having a crack at him. We had 19 for the side, usually a best 22 or a 22 uh, an AFL team has 22. Long story short. Anyway, there was... 21 or 22? I'm confused. 18 on the field, four subs, okay? Oh, I knew this would turn into a sports segment. Four I regret rotations. everything. Hey, well, you started it. This is what happens Go when you talk then. sports. Go on then. So we've gone out to one of our big rivals, under 10 football, and we've... Hang got... on, you're breaking about uh, under sorry, 10. Sorry, year 10, not under 10. <laughs> year 10, under 10, poor. That was the last time I... Played professionally outside of high school. <laughs> At nine years old. It's it was. a big year, guys. It was. It was so big. Anyway, year 10 football, we've gone out to play one of our rivals, and it's on for one and all. We've gone to their home deck. 19 for us. They've got a full side. We are struggling massively. I think at one point we had 17 because two people went down. So we had no rotations. And then Braden's been spear tackled by like four people. Ooh. And I've had to go in there, and I've had to grab two or three people off him. <laughs> I've taken one for the team there, and it's okay. Braden's been okay. Well, thank goodness. You, pretty much he's got to thank you for everything, really. No, he hasn't got me to thank for everything. He has one of the best foots I've ever seen. 
the way he can kick the football. That's what I mean. Best foot. He's one of the Take cleanest. Take with that what you will, Bayside. Let's the, go to a song. One of the cleanest kicks of the footy I've ever seen. And let's not cleanest forget my kicks cricket kicks or cleanest career. feet? Kicks of the football. And clean feet too as well, I suppose. I don't know. Don't want to know what happened in those change rooms. Well, what happened to D-La stays at D-La. It's at this moment that I have to... Just put out another apology, my second apology for this morning. I Already? Said, at what time? Is it 7.34 this morning? I'm a proud D-Larsal old collegian, and I made a little subtle comment saying, what happens at D-Lars stays at d That's the same thing everywhere you go, really. At any everywhere school. you look. Da, da, da. Not necessarily. I'm trying to help you. No, no, no. And I, I, I'm a proud old collegian of that school, just for the record. So if I ever say d again, I love that school. Yeah. I was he dealer loves it. I was the heart and soul of the school for a little while there. Oh, okay. Now that is a bit much. No, it's not actually. Even ask, I know that's not ask true. Ask anybody. Anyway, we digress. If anyone wants to, um, let us know. 0404 triple zero seven three six. Any of the salings Especially out there. the footman. <laughs> anyway, I wanted to draw our attention now to social media, something that we love talking about. I alluded a little earlier to the fact that youngsters out there probably, you know, taking in a little bit more language. Well, I'd like to question some language used in the groups that we find on social media on some occasions. Oh, okay. Now, I'm a part of one of these community groups which keeps the whole community alert. Of course you are. But the funniest thing about these groups, which I've grown to love, more than anything, you know, you see a lot of great news stories. This person did this good deed. This person did that good deed. This local butcher doing fantastic stuff. Yada, yada, yada. But that's not what I love most about this great community group that I've somehow found myself in. What I love most is the comments where an incident of some sorts will happen. And because it is such a large group, people that are within that group like to post their incidents in it. Oh, yeah. So they'll be like, to the person who was attacked by my little chihuahua today, (laughs) who had a child, I'm so sorry that the the chihuahua was let loose. Chihuahua. Chihuahua. I'm just saying as an example, I'm not saying this is exactly phrase by phrase what happened, but you see these and it's like, to the person, I just want to put out a formal apology. This is a highly informal way to do it, but, and then you just look at the comment section and then everybody has to have their opinion on it. Oh, I live for that sort of stuff. It reminds me of our university page. When we were both at uni. Yes, which I There was an epic one. Me too. But there was this time in that where you could just be in class and all of a sudden there'd be a notification. It'd be like, to the girl in the back row of MTA 2770 in the purple top, you look gorgeous. Coffee? And I'll never forget, there was one time where I got featured on that. And a friend of mine, because we were doing like a media commitment and we were promoting a radio station that we were working hey, for. Hey, did you just go back to uni days? Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. And I was working at this event. Oh, don't tell me they were having a crack at you. Yeah, they were. Ah! But wait for it. It was worse because I just joined this media club, like just joined it. And a friend who ended up being a friend of mine, someone wrote to the girl working behind the table at such and such. You look beautiful. And so people started tagging my friend in it. And then the commenter turned around and was like, it absolutely wasn't you. It was the other girl. And she hated me for the oh, rest of the day. That's brutal. I know. That's so brutal. But yeah, it was a weird flex of mine though, featuring on that page. Reminds me a little bit of the time when I was university and I You had... featured in the background of a photo. I've still got that. Oh. <laughs> 
I was going to bring it up in a way more subtle way where it seemed like somebody was perving on me, but... <laughs> no, it was literally someone was taking a photo of someone and a random Calvi Echo appears in the background, I think I f- like mid-stride. I f- it looked like you were in the opening scene of Arthur I fran- every day when you're walking down. The- I'm going to try and put it on the socials. It's so funny. I frantically had my laptop <laughs> open. I didn't know where I was supposed to be. You were like, your body's one way and your head's the other. Oh, it's iconic. I'm going to find it. My head went that way. My legs went that way. That was the scenario I found myself in. So good. See, we're both famous on that page. Oh, we are. We are. Anyway, community pages. Love them or hate them. They're probably the source of a lot of our content, aren't they? Please just keep it up because otherwise I'm not entertained on social media. And if you're in the community page Bianco's in, please just start posting pictures of him on there. I need to talk about something that's coming up. October 31st, Halloween, which is your favourite holiday of the year. Yeah. Now, word on the street is, I didn't even know this was a thing, but apparently people are now punting on what's going to be the number one Halloween costume. And obviously Halloween's going to be a little different this year. People are going to be celebrating probably in a lesser scale if you normally do celebrate, particularly in Melbourne, can't yep. really have big parties or anything. But word on the street is... No, no, you can't use that. That's Can't use that saying. Why? Catherine, I'm pretty sure another radio station uses that. Street on the word is... (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. Is that Karen, the character that we reference on this show often, the internet just loves, is going to be the number one Halloween costume this year. Now, if people aren't across what Karen is... Essentially, it is... Well, you get sick of walking the same streets. Exactly. Uh, you know, I've done I've done all of Brighton. She's done all of Brighton. Now, Karens are normally known for their short tempers, their can-I-talk-to-the-manager outlook on life, and their fierce passion of filming confrontations and throwing up on Facebook. How very 2008 indeed. Now, we have seen a lot of Karens online this year. Brighton. Including that Karen, who... Can I say, I saw her on Friday, driving home from the station. You actually saw her? I nearly lost it. What, walking around Bay Street? I'm not joking, oh. yeah. Life made. It took everything in me not to pull over and do a Vox Pop. And then I was like, no, there's a curfew. I need to get home. But it was so exciting. Anyway, not that I agree with what she did. She was probably feeling bossy. <laughs> anyway, um, so Karen's are going to be the number one Halloween costume, apparently. And I can tell you this, Bianco, because already people are selling Karen costumes and that includes a $150 mask of a short-haired, angry woman and also shirts demanding to speak to the manager. So not only is Karen big online, she's about to become like, I think we should just say it now, she's a 2020 icon in a lot of ways. The fact that she's going to be the number one thing that people are going to dress up as, that's a pretty big achievement to the Karens out there. It is. But it's gotten me thinking, though, do we, th- do we think that Karen, because obviously working in retail, Karen's been a thing for a few years. Mm. Is Karen becoming too mainstream that now we're sick of Karens? Because obviously we're all very frustrated by this type of person and the way they're acting, particularly in recent months. But Karen becoming a Halloween costume, like I feel like it's time for Karen's male counterpart to come into play. Like I want to hear about Darren. Is it Darren, though? It's Darren. It I has to be so. Darren. I don't think so. Darren. I think it's a Michael. Oh, no. Yeah. It's Darren. Darren is the angry husband. And then there's Karen, Darren, Laren, Bar- Baron is the more placid one that kind of tries to talk Tar- Karen down, but he doesn't quite manage it and, in fact, actually fuels her up even more. Righto. 
But okay. yeah, will you be dressing up as Karen for Halloween? 0404000736. Kapow, I hate to break some sad news to you, but the woman who was the inspiration for the Skipping Girl, the famous icon around Melbourne, her name was Irene Barron. She has passed away at the age of 99. Wow. Irene was 13 years old when she won a drawing competition, and the prize uh, basically led to her being drawn into one of Melbourne's biggest icons. That's pretty amazing. So rest in peace and thoughts to her family during this difficult time. However, it's inspired me to pose the question to you. Okay. If you could be the face behind something, what would Ooh, it be? Ooh, I like this. Anything at all. Something local or is there a local icon? Wait, the face behind is in behind the scenes or face of, which is front and centre? Face behind essentially being the face of. Okay, face of. Yeah. Ooh, have you got one? I need to think about this. Because obviously we're putting ourselves forth at the moment, being like, hi. Nothing really springs to mind though, you know. I wouldn't mind. Like, I mean, I think it's about time we become the face of this show. Because at the moment I think Jack is. Wouldn't mind like, you know, the Cal Bianco Radio Studios or something. Oh, wow. Okay, see ya. Well, someday, you know. No, actually, on this topic for a second, I don't know if anyone here is a big um, Destiny's Child fan. However, I had a discussion with our producer on Friday, and he is of the belief, Bianco, that he is the Beyonce of our trio. You are Callie, and I'm Michelle, and I'm not happy about it. How, where did he come to that conclusion from? I don't know how the conversation came up, but Jack's like, I'm the Beyonce here, and then he walked out, and I was like, so that's what I want to be the face of this radio show because apparently at the moment I'm a Michelle and I'm not happy with probably that. Probably more like the Hooli Doolies and then the song <laughs> Where Are You is the representation of Jack because he just pops up sporadically. That's a good call. You reckon? Thank yeah. you. I tried to, to do my best. Do you remember their song Bubble and Squeak? No, I don't. That was a bop. Well, I'll take your word on it. What would you be the face of if you could be the face of something? 0404 736 Irene's been the face of... The skipping girl for many, many years. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that we've lost her, but what an amazing legacy to leave behind, hey? I know. A great legacy. Forever remembered for that that shot, that icon around the traps. And of all things, too, like the fact that it was captured that she could actually use a skipping rope, that is a tough skill, so good on her. I know. So I don't know how many times I hit myself in the shins back in the day. Oh, when we used to do double dutch in primary school, and they'd be like, jump in, jump in, and no. I got a question for you. You ever heard of the Tommy Bent statue? No. Tommy Bent, the man who Bentley was named after. Wow. Fun fact. He has a statue, famous statue, which is on the corner of Bay Street and the Peen Highway, not too far from us. Yeah. From us, very locale. He was a former mayor of uh, Brighton and Premier of Victoria, uh, long career, and was responsible for basically. You know, expanding this area and had Bentley named after him. Um, question. What an icon. That's amazing. That statue, is it leaning by any chance? No, it's not a leaning statue. And that's statue. how Bentley came into fruition? No. No, no. no. I'm done. But that's me done for the day. Famously, in 1966, when St. Kilda won the premiership for the first time, he was, a, from what I understand, a massive St. Kilda fan or a, by default, St. Kilda fan because that was the local football team, and a lot of people decorated his statue, which was in a different location at the time, with St Kilda scarves and memorabilia. Well, there you go. The more you know. Carl's fun fact. Oh, was it that fun? <laughs> oh, okay then. <laughs> Carl's history with a mystery. 
As I a like that. History I like with that. a mystery. Let's cap it at one per show. Thank you, fam. Okay. Had a thought about what you'd like to be the face of yet? Yeah, our show. I just want to be the Beyonce of this team. That's all I want. And that's it. That That's all I want. Small oh. steps. And then once I achieve that, I can conquer the world. Jeez, you haven't really aimed high, have you? <laughs> that's a pretty All I want is just to knock producer Jack off that top spot of Beyonce. That's all I want. But you always have been the Beyonce of this radio partnership. Thank you. Come See, on, guys. There's no need, no need to knock it off when you already are that person. Make your dreams that small that you can achieve them quickly. I hate to interrupt, but we've got to keep moving. Time for this. Yes, it's a little bit past 8.08, but that doesn't mean we're not going to motivate you guys. That's it. This is a segment where we pick some people. I have chosen Jennifer Aniston this week to motivate you through quotes. We'll realise why I've picked her a little bit later. May or may not be our favourite soap opera returning, but we're not going to get into spoilers yet. So I picked Jennifer Aniston. Okay. Bianco, have you picked anyone in particular? Or? No, not really. All right, fair enough. Would you like me to start? Please do. Okay, Jen begins in saying, Feeling good comes from within. Loving who you are, being kind to yourself are the keys to confidence. People love you because of who you are, not what you wear or what you look like. It's nice. In three words, I can sum up everything I've learned about life. It goes on. Oh, wow. You know I've got wrinkles on my forehead and smile lines, but what's wrong with that? I love to smile. If you tell the truth, you don't have to remember anything. True. Yeah, well, that's the whole reason I said it. <laughs> there are no regrets in life, just lessons. Oh, I've got a follow-on from that. Go on, then. That was a good one, but I reckon this one tops it. You only live once. But if you do it right, once is enough. Oh, I like it. Thank you. All right, I reckon we do one more each just to round off what's been an amazing motivator after eight. Great. Once you figure out who you are and what you love about yourself, I think it all kind of falls into place. I like that. She's very wise, Miss Aniston. This one, it comes from... Me. Gandhi. Oh, wow. Close enough, I suppose. Be the change that you wish to see... In the world. Couldn't think of a better way to round that off. Thank you. That's what I thought so myself. Now go forth, Bayside and Greater Bayside, and just achieve this week. Every list, every goal, tick those boxes, do all the things. That's it. Feel motivated, be inspired, do the right thing, mask up. Mask up. Because... It's going to be a good week. We're on the home run. Yikes. Hey, speaking of yikes, yikes, I feel like there's a lot of products out there that are way past their use-by date. Oh, we're not going to talk about the eight-year bolognese that was in your fridge again, are we? Well, look, that was a revelation on Friday, and I've been given some choice feedback from the portals. <laughs> I was going to say. And it's fair to say, if I mention Helen one more time, morning, Mum, she's going to message you and give you some dirt on my life. That's what she's Well, go instructed. on then. So I'm not I'd gonna... love that, Helen. Just send me everything. She, I can just make my way she through She feels it. like she's besties with you and she can just message well, we you whatever are. she likes. Yeah, Bianco bombshells. Oh my goodness, Jack, each week we reveal something. No thanks. Feel free, Helen. Anyway, so I notice a new product has arrived lately. Yep. A lot of people are frothing over it. They're thinking, how great is this? A new product from these people. You're not talking about all the new makeup I'm wearing today, are you? Well. Because I'm pretty happy with it. You're not glowing, so I didn't really... You know. I should. I have a highlight stick on. Do you? Yeah. From one of the Dance Mom girls. 
Right. Very cool. Anyway. I'd, lo- I'd love to say I noticed, but I had I was a bit worried putting it on this morning. It was like putting like a full glue stick on my face, and I thought I was going to come in looking like I'd been to a rave, which I'm not against, by the way, but just for a Monday morning, <laughs> that was a bit much. Is that why we played Clean Bandits this yeah. game, was it? A ravey version just for you because you're in a ravey kind of mood. Yeah. Fair enough. No, but look, I have come to the conclusion that I think there is a lot of products out there that they've made one too many. I'm talking about those products where you can count on your fingers how many they've made of them, and they're sort of like a generational thing. Okay. By generational, I mean they've been there for like the last 35-odd years, 30-odd years, we'll say, and they just sort of keep coming out with the same name and the same sort of... Same super contributions? No, we're not going down that path. Symbols. Those are two different ads. I know. Just felt the need to just be inclusive of all. Anyway, continue. What are you getting at here, my friend? for being inclusive. I think when the time comes to retire something, you have to accept that it's time. That's not a nice thing to say about our producer. (laughs) And not a nice way to make it redundant either. (laughs) Well, rumour has it he's actually going to be hosting a show following us on Friday. He is. Mm. The after show. The after show. Are you guys just going to reflect on our best segments from four to six? Is that what it's going to be? They're just replaying the best of. That's it. Highlighting our best. Like, I mean, it was going to happen at some point, yeah. I know. But I'm talking about, in this occasion, gaming consoles. Oh, no. Yeah, I've been a bit of a gamer over the years and having noticed... And this is where things get interesting, right? There is a notable brand that have decided to retire the brand of a device that we would have used growing up. And I'm like, okay... Well done. You've decided it's time to go. It's time to go. Your opponents, the people you compete with, another company have decided, nah, here's a new model. Yeah. And can I just say on that, I have never been more happy to be single in my life. I don't know how many of my friends at the moment are complaining, saying my boyfriend just wants me to buy this thing and they will not stop talking about this certain gaming console. I love it. I don't have to deal with it. It's amazing. I know why you're loving it. Because you spend your time listening to this kind of music and falling asleep on everybody. That's why you're loving it. <laughs> no, I'm just glad I don't have to hear about it. In fact, this is the first conversation I've had to have about this console. It's okay, relax. This is for you to relax. We've been motivated. Now we just need to take a time to relax. A few weeks ago, I raised the idea of Brad Pitt's dating life being adapted into a soap opera after reports came out about a complicated new relationship he's in. And if you want to hear back to that, of course, you can find it on our podcast. But essentially, we pitched the idea of a show named Love is the Pits, which centers around the fascinating world of Brad Pitt. And anyway, I am thrilled to announce that on a Monday morning, we are going to premiere our latest episode. Episode two of Love is the Pits. Now, can I get some dramatic soap opera music, Oh, it's actually happening again, is it? It is happening again. Could have warned me. Because something over the weekend has happened. And it's amazing I'm here today, to be honest. I am shaken. I am rattled. I just cannot believe what has happened. Okay. And let's just say this episode centers more towards Brad's past. Mm. His past has caught up with him this week. So he's still dating the model who is still married. However, this week, we, I'm going to set the scene. We see Brad in a charity table read that took place on Friday involving some of Hollywood's biggest stars who decided to meet over Zoom to do a reading of the classic 80s film Fast Times at Ridgemont High, which centres around young love. Now, stars on the call included Julia Roberts, 
Morgan Freeman, Jimmy Kimmel, John Legend, and coincidentally enough, Brad Pitt and ex-wife Jennifer Aniston. Now, these stars were seen together for the first time in about 20 years at the SAG Awards, like recently, start of the year. Well, that's rather appropriate. They meet again at the SAG Awards. Hey, you don't say that. Anyway, there was a moment where they were having a chat, the photos went viral, but they've never acted or been on screen at the same time since that one moment. Now, the stars on this table read, Bianco, all for charity, all for a great cause. They agreed to do it. But they were not given their roles until they were live on the call, where Brad was cast as heartthrob character, Brad, and Jen was cast as Brad's romantic interest in the film Linda, where the two had to act as if they were in love. Now, just to add to how incredible this was and how well orchestrated it was by the Zoom call coordinator, lines that poor Jen had to say, and let's just say when she found out she was playing this role... You could see her visibly cringe and be like, oh, God, no, please, no. She's had to say things to her ex-husband like, hi, Brad, you know how cute I always thought you were? I think you were so sexy. Along other flirtatious lines which made Jen, as I said, noticeably cringe and Brad so embarrassed. I've never seen the man so red in my life. Now, while this is all happening... Their co-stars found it hilarious, almost acting like kids in a divorce when the divorced parents come back together. They are laughing hysterically while the reunion, which was narrated by Morgan Freeman, just to add to it. So while these two are like full-fledged flirting with one another on Zoom, Morgan Freeman is commentating the whole thing, being like, Linda looks lovingly into Brad's eyes, which just adds to the pace. And all I'm going to say, guys... Love is the Pits is coming to a television near you soon. I'm so happy to see you. I know, it's so nice to see all these friends here. (laughs) How beautiful. Who that? Hi, everyone. Hi, Aniston. Hi, Pitt. How you doing? Good, honey. How are you doing? I'm all right. How incredible. You cannot even write this stuff. The fact that this is happening in his real life is just incredible. I just need to see him and Angelina now, and then I'm done for the year. Wow. What a life. I just can't believe how that's unfolded then. Could you think of anything more awkward in your entire life? Yeah. Coming up against another ex that wasn't... And the fact, too, every week there are stories about the two of them. Ever since they've broken up, Mm. there's been stories about them getting back together. This doesn't really help their case. No, it doesn't. Kapow, I want to play this for you, and I want you to tell me what I'm listening to. Oh, no. There's a distinct sound there. Can you tell me what it is? Is it the spoons? Oh, Kapow. Is it actually? Guess what? Wow. You're correct. It's the spoons. And you're probably wondering, why am I playing a song that features spoons? Spoons are appearing everywhere at the moment. Like, Surely, I mean, have they normally not? I mean, in weird places. Coloured spoons, decorated spoons. They're all around our neighbourhoods. Oh, yes. Spoonville. Yes. Aha. I know what you're talking about now. Yes. I don't know why people are doing this. Have you... Oh, no, it's really cute because they're doing it for the kids that can go and have now their two hours of exercise a day because walking around the same streets would be boring for Mm. kids. Yeah. And so the fact that while they're walking, they get to see... It was teddy bears the first lockdown. Now it's Spoonville. So that's what they're doing. Yeah. 
decorating spoons and putting them everywhere for mm-hmm. the kids to go and have a yeah. look at. Is that very hygienic? Like, I mean, they're not going to use the spoons to eat no, afterwards. No, they're I, wooden spoons. No, obviously they're not going to use them. But I don't know why they... they there's spoons everywhere. It's just a really weird thing to find on your wall. Oh, come on, Bianco. I'm sure you've got a Spoonville community out the front of your house that no. you've been working very hard Actually, on. Actually, I don't. Unfortunately, all our spoons get used in our household. Oh. Yeah. Why couldn't they have used, like, forks or something else? Um, be because spoons? forks are dangerous. Well, sorry, you're probably right there. Probably not the great, greatest idea to use forks. Hmm, that would hurt. Yeah, spoons. <laughs> Wooden spoons, but they hurt too in different ways. Yeah, oh, no, not in these day and age. No, well, they did no. hurt back in the day, in now day and age. <laughs> these, this new generation has a whole new perspective on the wooden spoon. Jeez, they're lucky, aren't they? They're very friendly, they don't have these to worry. spoons. Don't have to worry. They have friendly spoons and they're being encouraged to swear. What what great upbringings they're having. Can I say, I was listening, I'm not going to expose who it was, but someone in my street yesterday has a young child who I heard have a very loud argument with their mum down the road about potentially throwing rocks at their car. And so just like to all the parents out there who are doing it tough at the moment, I don't feel your pain, but I definitely sympathise with you because it must be really tough keeping kids occupied. Yeah, I can imagine. So if a spoon decorated as a person is going to get them through, why not? You know what I reckon? I'm on the spoon bandwagon now. You have convinced me, and I seriously think the spoons should be decorations for the beach boxes around Bayside. Spoonville. Spoonville. We should make one at the station. Every presenter has to make themselves as a spoon person. We are going to rename the beach boxes in Brighton the Spoonville boxes, and they're going to have spoons all over them. That's my proposal to become Bayside Mayor and what I would do. Oh, I wish you all the best for that. I'm not going to actually propose that we have spoons everywhere, but good on you. Spoonville. What a nice place. Decorative. Colourful. Googly eyes. It's good to have them back. No thanks. Hey, Bianco. Hi. Hi. Good to see you. Long time no see. I know, Um, right? I want to know, and to Bayside as well, 0404 736, what do you want to be remembered for? Now, a man in the UK has been dubbed Britain's dullest man as he spends his time travelling the country ranking the best roundabouts the UK has to offer. Now, before you judge him too harshly, Bianco, he's just had a huge week. He unveiled the International Roundabout of the Year and has been doing this for 17 years, including releasing calendars with his favourite roundabouts on them. And he also founded the Roundabout Appreciation Society. Now, Kevin is his name. Say hello to Kevin. Hi, Kevin. He's 68 and he is pretty okay with being dubbed the dullest man in the UK. But it got me thinking, what would you want to be remembered for? Because... Being Britain's dullest man isn't something that, well, first of all, as a woman, can't really relate to, but being called dull isn't something that I would really strive for, No. to be honest. No. But good on him. He's achieved what he wanted. But roundabouts. He just goes around and just looks at intersections and is like, that's a good roundabout. I'm going to take a photo of that and put it in a calendar. Well, there's worse jobs in the world. I would argue that the people that buy the calendars are duller than... Him. No, 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 no. See, this is like the whole having a love for trains or planes. Everybody has their own loves. And if this man, 68-year-old Kevin, wants to be remembered for being loved for roundabouts, taking photos of roundabouts, then I say good on him. Yeah. 
Good on you, Kevin. But he wants to be remembered as Britain's um, dullest man. That's the difference here. Well, he wants to be remembered as that. I'm sorry to say, Kevin, but you're not going to be remembered as Britain's most dullest man in history if all you love doing is taking photos of roundabouts. There are people that are way more duller than you. Well, what would you want to be remembered for, Bianco? Can I just say, for the record, I would argue that Kevin has a personality because he keeps going round and round. Oh, I hope you don't want to be remembered for your jokes. No, no, that's not something I want to be remembered for. No, I have my my goals and my hopes of what I'll be yeah. remembered for, but I wish to keep them to myself. Oh, come on. You've got to have one that you want to release because if you put it out into the universe, it may come true. Look, if you really want me to say it, mm-hmm. because I know you're going to hate me for saying it, I would love to be remembered as a number one ticket holder for the Richmond Football Club someday. <sighs> as one of them in the past. I don't know how I, you know, get there, but I love to do that. Okay, well, that's something to strive for. One day, I'm not saying it's going to happen. Yeah. But if I had to tick off something that I'm remembered for on my, in my eulogy, when people who, if yep. if there's ever one in the future, I don't know. We're talking real dim here, but if there's something that I want to be remembered for, it's it's that associated with tick. the club that I've grown up supporting in my life. Anyway, what about you? Look, I mean, obviously, being the executive producer of Lovers the Pits is one of them. <laughs> That's just a start. Hey, you know how you said Kevin was the dullest person in... Oh, come off it. I'd argue that you might be the dullest person. No, I think that... I seriously think that show's got potential. No, come on, be serious for a minute. What do you actually want to be remembered for? Like, I mean, another proud moment of mine, aside from Love is the Pits, is I won the most consistent in my dance school when I was 10, when I was pretty average. And so I thought that was pretty good that I was consistently bad. So I think that's pretty on brand for me. Sorry, I was just, you know, admiring what you had to say then. Thanks. Dullest person in the world, Catherine Powell, after she produces What's the Pit? Hey, you laugh now, but just you wait. I'll be waiting on the I could be the number one ticket holder of Richmond from that show. You never know. I wouldn't want it. That made no sense. Calvin Harris in the weekend, over now. It's us over now, but the way we like to end things is to just reflect on what we've learnt today. Kapow, I'll allow you the honours of starting. Oh, I've learnt many, many things. Okay. I've learnt that um, you were crucial to a certain AFL player's career. No, I wasn't. Back in the day. And I'm not taking credibility for it. He was a talented footballer before I even With a good foot. With a good foot. Great foot, Braden. It was good of him to do so well in life. Yeah. Happy for him. What have you learnt today? I have learned that you want to go down as the EP of What's the Pits? Um, excuse me. It is Love is the Pits. Love is the Pits. It involves pits. And you may take the crown for the dullest producer in the world, potentially from our very own producer. Fair enough. Well done to you, though. Thank you. Um, as I said, I look forward to inviting you to my mansion one day and hanging out with Brad and Angelina and Jen. We'll be in Pittsville? No. Okay. That's, you will be in the pits, that's, but that's another story. That is um, a letdown. What else have I learned today? I have learned that you want to be remembered as the Tigers' number one ticket holder. At some point in my life, it would be nice. I'm not going to expect it. I don't think it will happen. But if I ever get the privilege... You know what? I'd be just as happy to be the number one ticket holder for the Sandringham Zebras, our local VFL. And why wouldn't you? Because they're a great football team. It's just as big of an achievement. Just if I want to say it. As, big as, <laughs> as, as, big as good as my English may be. As you getting your words out on a Monday. That's... You know what I've learned behind the scenes of what I've learned today? What's that? That producer Jack is very similar to me. And if I do a good enough joke, he will throw his head back laughing and crack his head on the um, door frame. You know what else I've learned today? What? I have learned that I've forgotten 
that this signals that it's spring. Oh, do you have to? Well, that woke me up this morning, so yes, that's what I've learned. I've also learned that sometimes you, you do struggle real hard on a Monday, but that's okay. That's okay. I've had through. my oat milk coffee. I'm feeling good now. That's good. And how did that oat milk coffee go down? Was it actually is right? really good. I highly recommend it. Good. Very good. Don't forget, Newsman and his music, Colin Tyrus, coming up after the 9 o'clock news. We'll be back from Friday between 4 and 6. That we will. Till then, have a wonderful week. You too, Bayside. Greater Bayside, stay safe, stay well. We'll see you on Friday. And just keep up the great work. Take care. See ya. Bye. You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM.